At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. Hey, it's Monday. It's the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And finally, hot diggity dog, the sun is shining. Beautiful day here in the nation's capital. Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Uh, it was a great weekend. We'll re- recap what happened over the weekend, specifically NBA. Uh, specifically with the Washington Capitals bouncing back in a big way on Saturday and a big game tonight. Capitals, again, value play against the Florida Panthers. It doesn't make any sense for whatever reason. Nobody's given the Caps much of a shot, even though they're up 2-1 in this series. We're going to dive into the Capitals and the Florida Panthers. Nats off. They had a difficult weekend. They had a chance to take two or three from the Angels. But as we have discussed, this team is not very good. Can't close. Um, It's going to be a struggle all season long. So we'll, we'll dive into the Nats as well. NBA playoffs. Heck of a weekend for yours truly. I am red hot in the NBA Took the Bucks under a couple days ago with that tipping that didn't count. Whoopee! I took Dallas a couple nights ago. I took uh, Golden State was my big lock over the weekend. They won by 30. So plenty to get into as we kick off the D.C. CityCast on a gorgeous Monday here in D.C. I hope that you are doing well. And, of course, it is... Hockey playoff time and Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs throughout the playoffs place three same game parlays of $10 or more in each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a 
Betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. Seaside for details. Create your ideal combo with same game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at betrivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino. Portsmouth must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem call 1 888 532 3500. All right, let's kick it off with the Capitals, who were, were just fantastic on Saturday. Big value play. They were underdogs against Florida, and they win 6 to 1. Complete domination, even though they went down one zip in the first three minutes, and you're thinking, oh, here we go again. But Ilya Samsonov between the pipes, 29 saves, was fantastic. I assume he'll start again tonight against the Florida Panthers in game four. Caps up two games to one in this best of seven series. And as I look at the line right now at Bet Rivers uh, Sportsbook, the Panthers are minus 180. The Caps, another value play at plus 150. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but what are we, what are we missing here? I know, and we've said it over and over again, I know Florida had the best regular season record in the NHL, President's Trophy winners. But the eyeball test so far is that the Capitals are the better hockey team. Even when Florida was sort of dominating in that first period on Saturday and they couldn't convert on anything, the Caps were like, okay, you guys can't take advantage. We are going to pounce on you. We are going to take advantage of mistakes. We are going to take advantage of the power play. Look at me exiting and owing hockey right now. From that second period on, Caps were in complete control. And I know it's the air of recency theory, and I know that you're thinking, well, the Caps are in control of this series. I know that we can take that into effect when we, when we think about what we're doing tonight. But what I'm thinking on tonight is the Caps are back at home, up two to one. The pressure is squarely on the Panthers. I don't think the Caps are happy being up two to one. I don't think they'll be happy being at two two going back to Florida. And if you're going to play this game, again, it doesn't make sense to take Florida tonight at minus 180. The play is the Washington Capitals again. Put 10 on to win 15, 100 to win 150. Whatever play you want to do, whatever amount you want to throw down. But I'm taking the home team up 2-1, to one, fresh off a 6-1 victory. Okay, now to, to go contrarian, you say the Panthers are the, the, the cornered badger. They're down 2-1. They had the best record in hockey. They're scrapping and clawing, no pun intended, even though they're the Panthers. They have to win this game or else they're down 3-1. to one. But from a gambling and betting standpoint, tonight... I have to go back to the well with the Capitals and take them at plus 150. Now, I gave out the Capitals on Saturday, actually on Friday on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I said, take the Caps plus one and a half, minus 157 or something. Because they're at home, it's going to be tight. If they lose, they'll lose by one and you'll win your bet. So that was a winner on Saturday. Tonight's uh, puck line, plus one and a half, same exact number, minus 157. Panthers, minus one and a half, plus 132. Here's the tip for tonight. I'm not taking anything to do with the Panthers. Yes, I'm a little swayed and slanted by my hometown uh, discount and my hometown lean. But again, it doesn't make much sense to take the Panthers on any bet tonight. And remember, at the start of the series, I said, I like this series going six or seven games. Depending on which team you like, it was a value either way. Um, It could go six or seven. Hey, it could be five if the Caps win tonight. Um, 
And I do also want to look at the futures bets because I was actually talking with a buddy the other day and I was just saying, if I'm in the Caps locker room and I, you look, I'm not going to put up these, these uh, odds, but you have to, if you're in management or, or in coaching, you got to say, hey, look, nobody thinks we have a shot. Right now, the Caps are at plus 3,500 to win the Stanley Cup. All right. Florida Panthers still the second best odds at plus 800. I would go into the locker room and scream, we are not supposed to win this series. Nobody thinks we're good. We are long shots. Just like Rich Strike. <laughs> The Caps are getting zero respect. And they're playing pretty well. And they did this without Tom Wilson in Game 3, one of their better players, one of their enforcers. So if you check out Bet River Sportsbook right now, Caps at plus 3,500 to win the whole thing. To win the East, still a long shot. Panthers are still favored to win the Eastern Conference at plus 375, even though they're down 2-1 in this best-of-seven series. Caps are at plus 1,200. I'm telling you, look, I don't, I don't want to just beat the drum because we're a um, just because we're a local uh, uh, podcast covering the Capitals, um, but I, I, look, the eyes are telling me they're not they're not so bad, they're pretty good, and to put a little sprinkle on them is not going to hurt anybody. So, Caps tonight, Panthers, just after 7 o'clock. If you go to Bet River Sportsbook, there are plenty of ways to make tonight's game a little more interesting. Uh, let me see how many bets you can make on tonight's game. Uh, 347 possible bets. Um, and, again, I'm just sticking with the Capitals. Getting the uh, plus 150 to win the game. And I may put a little bit on the Caps, plus 1.5. Minus 157. The total tonight is six and a half. All right. Total tonight is six and a half. That's a doozy. As we saw the other night, it just went over six to one. Prior game, it was five to one. Uh, I, I just, not, I, I don't, I don't, again, I'm not going to touch totals tonight. I'm just going to enjoy this one and hope the Capitals bring it home and go up three to one heading back to uh, the Florida Panthers. All right. Straight ahead here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. We'll get into the Nationals. Uh, tough series against the LA Angels of Anaheim. And the NBA playoffs, man, they are in full bloom. Really good series. Thank God Joel Embiid came back to make things a lot more interesting in the East. We'll touch on that, plus plenty more next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handerhead from VEASAN. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet River Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same game parlay. You decide. Log on to the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 Do me a favor, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. DC City Cast, hyper local 
DC Sports Base is uh, we get the great support from the folks at Bet River Sportsbook. Download that app right now. Let's have some fun tonight. We got plenty of NBA to discuss. We got uh, Nationals baseball off today, although they're coming off uh, losers of two of three at the LA Angels of Anaheim. That was a tough L yesterday. Down to the last out, Otani with the double scores two, and then they lose against uh, former National Rendon coming through with the game winning hit. Um, so, yeah, tough uh, tough loss for the Nats. And this is where we are with this team right now, up and down, up and down. Very hard to determine where they are headed when they get streaking, although they really haven't had any streaks at all. They get the Mets tomorrow night. And because they're coming off of a loss against the Angels yesterday, and we've talked about this before, bet against that squad until they win. So, unfortunately, tomorrow when we talk, we'll, we'll be talking about uh, taking the New York Mets, even though they may be a little bit of a uh, um, a heavy favorite. But that will be in D.C. tomorrow night. Uh, checking out Bet River Sportsbook right now. The Nationals, plus 15 grand to win the, the World Series. And uh, just to win their division, I, man, it's... <laughs> Plus 15,000. So it's gone from, I think, plus 2,000 at the start of the season or maybe plus 3,500. I think it was like plus 3,500 to now plus $15,000. Oh, by how how the mighty have fallen is what I'm trying to say. Um, And oh, yeah, did you see the, uh, the note that uh, Joe Ross and Steven Strasburg will start their rehab assignments soon? Whoop-de-doo. I mean, this season is pretty much over before it has started. Uh, yeah, I guess you give them credit. Hey, they competed yesterday. They were in it. Hey, they were, you know, they were close. But God, my God, man, what is the what is the plan here? What's the plan? They're ten and twenty. They are uh, losers of uh, four of their last. Uh, they're four and six in the last ten. They're only three and eleven at home, seven and nine away. They're ten games back already of their next opponent, the New York Mets. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a long, long season, and I hate to say it, this may be a way to though use that to your advantage when it comes to uh, wagering on the Nets and whoever their opponent is. Um, I think the last time I gave out the uh, Angels was on Friday. Yeah, I did. And that was a winner. It was only three zip. They just can't score runs. And, and when they do score runs, they come in bunches. Like they did on Saturday. They won seven to three. But they're just so hot and cold. And here's another thing I want to say. Like, as much as I like Juan Soto and respect his bat, and he's, he's just an absolute killer, a menace, at the plate dude never has accepted a strike call on him ever like i'm watching it watching him bat and pitches will be right down the middle (laughs) and he'll be like what no that's impossible like i know you got a good eye i know you're like this stealth swinger but it's okay to admit when there's a strike and it's right down the middle or it's close in the zone. You don't swing. You get called out and you have to throw a fit. Like, you got to relax. You got to swing the bat maybe on a 3-2 count. 
You know, the Nats starting pitching actually has not been awful. And we've talked about that here, that if these starters can go at least five innings, gives you a better chance of winning, which is what happened yesterday. Eric Fetty was pretty decent. Josiah Gray on Saturday was fantastic and got the victory. Um, Friday was not the case specifically for Joanna Doan, and they took the L. And now I see that our guy Patrick Corbin's going to pitch tomorrow night. He's 0-5 on this season. So I think you know where I'm leaning to uh, when it comes to tomorrow night's game against the Mets. Corbin's 0-5 so far this season, 7-1-6 ERA. He's 5-8 and in 20 career starts against the Mets. The Mets have something going. I know it's really early in the baseball season, but the, uh, the trend right now is looking up for the uh, New York Mets. So we'll chat more about that tomorrow when the Mets are in town to face the Nationals. But a, a bit of a frustrating weekend if you were a Nationals backer. But at this point, it's very hard to put your money on them when it comes to wagering in baseball. And I will just just to revisit the Strasburg deal. He's recovering from a thoracic outlet. And Joe Ross is is coming back from a right elbow bone spur. They are both on track to throw two innings simulated games this week at the team's spring training facility in Florida. I said this a week ago, and I don't understand. Like, if I'm the Nationals team, they're really becoming irrelevant. Like, nobody's talking about them. And a lot has to do with one of your star pitchers not being able to throw for two years. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. Um, so there's my little mini rant about that. Uh, and, and I said this last week. It's like, why would you want to go watch them play baseball right now? Except out of uh, except for Juan Soto. There's really no reason to see the Washington Nationals. Um, in action right now so we'll get on into that uh, tomorrow with the Mets in town um, but the Nationals really disappointing and but on the bright side like I said if you're thinking about putting some money down I would not touch the Nationals at all moving forward and I think you know that that includes uh, tomorrow night all right straight ahead DC CityCast you know I love the bread and butter of the NBA playoffs what a weekend what an absolute beast of a weekend. Um, we'll dive into the NBA playoffs, what happened last night, what we can expect this evening. That is next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Andrahan from VSIN. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. It was a really good weekend for yours truly when it comes to the NBA. Friday, I put out that asterisk. I said, look, if Joel Embiid is coming back for the Sixers, do not take the heat. Just don't do it. Stay away. Don't look into the sun. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, what was that? Three, four, five years ago with that eclipse or whatever. And they were like, do not look into the sun. Whatever you do, get some special glasses. Um, do you remember that? What am I? What was that? 
And yeah, just don't look straight into the sun or else you'll get, you get, uh, perhaps you might get some, uh, what are those things called when you keep uh, blinking and you just see sunspots? Is it sunspots? So anyways, I said, do not take the heat if Joel Embiid returns because on Friday, there was this big question mark surrounding his uh, availability. Even the team was lying about it and they got fined 50 grand. By the NBA, who said, "Hey, look, you guys are lying or not putting out the injury report on a uh, on a prompt, uh, timely matter, stuff like that." Which this league, and we, we'll get into this also. This league, man, it's killing me with their reviews and their FaceTime for these officials. They're fining teams fifty grand for not giving out the correct injury information. Yet they have some of the most slap, you know what, officials. In the history of any professional sport, it's really a shame when you know that Scott Foster is going to be refing, and you're like, "Oh God, here we go! Like something bizarre and strange and uh, ridiculous is going to happen." Or Zach Zarba is our official. Like we shouldn't know the officials' names. We shouldn't know who they are. We just shouldn't, and yet we do. And when it comes to gambling on these games, my God, it's going to be gut-wrenching and heart-stopping all at once. And maybe that's what the NBA wants, but I tweeted out at Jay Frank Hanran on Friday or Saturday. It's like the NBA is turning into the WWE. I think I said WWF, and that shows my age. It's like, come on, man. Stop being so everything but the game of basketball. And the players, too, hold some of this responsibility with the constant moaning and whining and the constant flopping and the constant flipping their fingers like to review a play. It's just getting out of control. And it's almost, I'm not going to say it's almost unwatchable, but there are times where I'm watching the game going, I could be doing other things right now. Like it hurts the product. And it's... It's almost to that tipping point of if I'm the commissioner of the NBA, and I know folks are going to say, well, you're, you're, you're being uh, archaic and being ridiculous and technology is there for a reason. But at the end of the day, it's just a sport. And I would love for all of these leagues to get rid of replay because it just adds more confusion and controversy in, as far as I'm concerned. And let's just get back to playing the sport. Let's just get back to errors happening. Let's get back to officials making mistakes. Let's get back to players making mistakes. Let's get back to no more of these random dudes coming into my living room. What's his name? Joe DeGoya, a guy that I couldn't pick out of a Whole Foods market uh, grocery line telling me what is a block and what is a charge. Like, what? what are we doing here? Or our old uh, friend, what's the official's name, who comes on and, and gives his opinion. Like, it's become a too much made-for-TV product. It's just basketball. You take the ball, you try to put it in the hoop. Enough with the, oh, he had his, uh, his uh, you know, he was his feet were set, or he was sliding, or I don't know. My God, it's all up for discussion. That's the beauty of sports. That's the beauty of officiating. But now we're getting down to the minutia, and it is just absolutely crushing and killing the product. And that's where gambling is helping, at least, because it makes me want to watch the game if I got money on it. But if I didn't have money on it, I'd be like, to hell with it. I'm not going to watch this crap anymore. 
It's just so ridiculous. And with that said, <laughs> there was some good basketball played, at least between the reviews and the flopping and the officiating and all that stuff. How about your man, James Harden? Should we should we issue an apology right now? Like, uh, sorry, man, we called you washed up, and uh, it's good that you responded. But here's the thing. Why did James Harden respond? Why? You know why he responded? Because, as I mentioned, Joel Embiid returned. Like, when, the, when, when it's all lights are on him, it's really hard for him to produce because he doesn't have that threat like Embiid to take at least a little bit of pressure off of him and to put pressure on the defense as to say, oh, my God, we got to deal with this guy as well. James Harden hit some big shots yesterday. He hit some decent shots in game three, and that series between the Sixers and the Heat is all tied up at 2-2. And good for him and good for this league because this baby was going to be a sweep if Embiid didn't come back. It was going to be a sweep if at least James Harden doesn't show up for the last two games. He still doesn't look like he's James Harden. He still looks a little surprised when he hits shots that were used to being automatic back a couple, two, three years ago when he was with Houston. But boy, he gives this team a much different look if he's feeling it late in the fourth quarter, which he usually has not been in the playoffs in the past. So that series is even a 2-2 after that victory. Um, getting back to, you know, Friday, I said don't touch the heat if Embiid plays. Um, I did give out um, on Friday the Dallas Mavericks, who have even that series in the West with the Phoenix Suns at 2-2. The Mavericks were getting two on Friday. The line yesterday at Bet River Sportsbook, I believe, opened up as the Suns were minus one or two, and it closed at, excuse me, it opened up at the Suns plus one or two and closed at the Suns minus three. And anytime a line moves that much, I go the other way. I stick with the original line. So that would have been Dallas. Now, I didn't give out the Mavericks yesterday, but it was good to see them evening that series up at 2 2. I'll buy that for a dollar. Good bounce back from the Mavericks. Now, I continue to consistently say the Suns will win this series. It was just a matter of in how many games. But all of a sudden, the Mavericks, defending home court, now swing back for a pivotal game five in Phoenix. It was a fantastic recovery by Dallas because other folks besides Luka stepped up in a major way. You love to see it. You just absolutely love to see it. Especially now because it makes the sun sweat a little more and makes things a little more interesting. And because of that sun's loss now with the series even at 2-2, the Golden State Warriors have propelled themselves to now being the favorites to win the NBA championship. So it's crazy how this works. Golden State now to win the NBA championship at Bet River Sportsbook at plus 225. Suns now at plus 300. I've maintained Suns all along. I'm not going to I'm not going to go away from them. But they are now at plus 300, the Bucks plus 450, the Heat now at plus 600, the Celtics plus 700, the Sixers plus 1200, the Mavs plus 2k and my Grizzlies <laughs> my Grizzlies at plus 3500. So how about that? 
little shakeup there when it comes to who folks think is going to win the NBA title. Now, if you're still with the Suns like I do, you're still believing in them and maybe put a little more on them at plus 300. I think I got them at plus 450 a couple months ago, but right now they're at plus 300 to win the NBA championship because the Mavericks are starting to push them a little bit with game five uh, tomorrow back in Phoenix. Right? Yeah, tomorrow. That'll be yeah Tuesday night in Phoenix. All right, so let's take a look at tonight's games. Game four, Milwaukee hosting the Celtics. Milwaukee's up in this best of seven, two games to one. Tonight's line, Bucks minus one over the Celtics. Now, game number three, I gave you the under 213. That was a good sweat. Tipping at the buzzer by Horford doesn't count. Is it just me or the Bucks are really bad at closing games? Now, I know they closed in, arguably in the last minute. What I mean by that is they'll be up 13 with seven minutes to go and then just allow these quick 7-9-0 runs and they're only up by four again. Like, they like to live on the edge. Even when they get up big, you're like, well, it's a 12-point lead, but it doesn't feel like a 12-point lead. Does that make sense? Like, they're just not the greatest putting it away, getting up 20 with six minutes left. They'll be up nine or 11 with six minutes left and then allow the Celtics on a 6-7-0 run to make it a four-point game. And the Celtics had their shot, man. And again, we talked about the controversy. There was controversy in this one. Marcus Smart down by three, comes off a screen, gets it, gets fouled by Drew Holiday, who... You know, I don't understand why the Bucks are even thinking about reaching in or, or fouling down. But it looked like he was in the act of shooting, but they don't give it to him. So he gets two free throws, makes the first. They're down two, misses a second. They get a tip, a tip, a tip, and then Horford at the buzzer tips it in. But it was too late, and the Celtics lose 103-101. Tonight in game four, here's what I'm thinking. And and follow, follow along here, if you may, okay? The total, by the way, is 212. And the last nine playoff games for the Bucs have gone under. Will that trend change tonight? I don't know. It was close the other night. They got 204 out of 213. I'm looking at this game saying when a home team is such a small favorite at minus one over the visiting team, the play tonight, in my opinion, now, this is just my opinion. You can fade me, or you can go and ride till you die with me. Is the Boston Celtics plus one? If you want to money line them, you can get them at minus 106. The Bucks are minus 114 at Bed River Sportsbook. The reason I like the Celtics, not only is it because of the uh, squiggly line there, the Bucks minus one. It's just... The Bucks and their inability to uh, put a stranglehold on their opponent, quite frankly. The Celtics were not good in game three. Not good at all. And they were right there. Like Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, I mean, they were sort of non-existent. Al Horford was your guy late. Al Horford was hitting the buckets. Let me look at the box score from uh, from Saturday. Tatum, you know how many points Jason Tatum had in game number three? 
You want to take a guess? Yeah. And the numbers don't lie. He had 10 points on four of 19 shooting. Jalen Brown had 27, but 10 of those were courtesy of the charity stripe. The Celtics team's not deep, but they've got three, well, two and a half, three legitimate superstars, right? When Jason Tatum only has 10 points on four of 19 shooting, 0 for 6 from three-point range, my God, he has got to be a lot better tonight. And that's another reason I like the Celtics getting one point at the Bucks. Giannis was fantastic in Game 3. He had 42 points. Jay Rue Holiday had 25 points. Those two guys, spectacular. And that was pretty much it. If you're the Celtics and you're game planning, you 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 ride with it again. You say, all right, we'll let we'll let Giannis get 40. We'll let Jay Rue Holiday get 25, but nobody else. Like nobody else. Like Connaughton had 11 points off the bench in game three. But I think the Celtics are in a good spot here tonight at plus one. So to recap, not only because of the low line, Bucks only favored by one. Celtics' superstar Jason Tatum was terrible in game three. He's got to respond tonight. And I think the Celtics are the play. That is one of my official releases tonight. The Celtics plus the one. Now remember, I've been on a very good run here in the NBA. Okay? I believe I'm... 3-0 3-0 and in my last three. Last week, I believe I was 5-1. and I should probably write these down. I used to keep track of these, but over the weekend, I definitely did not have a loser in the NBA. So follow me here. Celtics plus the one. The other NBA playoff game tonight, as I check out Bed River Sportsbook, going to be exciting. Memphis Grizzlies at the Golden State Warriors. That was my big play over the weekend. I'm proud of that. I gave the Warriors minus seven. For the Saturday game against the Grizzlies, I said I like this one too much. I felt like Golden State was pissed off because of the Dylan Brooks situation. They're back in San Francisco. Um, and then, then things got a little ugly late with the alleged uh, bad sportsmanship by uh, Poole yanking the leg of um, John Morant, who is listed as doubtful for tonight. Their head coach even said that he doesn't think Morant's going to play now. This could be gamesmanship. Um Whatever the reason is, that's why the number is so big. Golden State is minus 10.5 tonight at Bed River Sportsbook hosting Memphis. Total is 223.5. Uh, the money line is Golden State minus 560. Grizzlies plus 410. Uh, tip off tonight at 10 o'clock. I, oh man, I don't know what to do here. And a lot has to do with whether Morant's going to play or not. Now, I know he's got a bum knee, but he is the heart and soul of the Grizzlies. If he does play, uh, I'm not touching this game. If he does not play, I am hammering Golden State at minus 10 and a half. They won by 30 with Morant. No Morant. They're going to win by 20, 25 points. This is in San Francisco. This is Golden State. I'm not betting against Curry, Clay, Draymond Green, you name it, Poole, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
This is a huge number. But don't let that number scare you, specifically if John Morant is not playing tonight. Okay? Like, don't even blink on it and say Golden State. But as much as I would love to throw the hammer down, you just got to wait and see. Check the injury report. Check the the roster. Don't do what the uh, Sixers did with Embiid and not reveal who's starting or not until the end. Give us the information so we know. And like I said, if Morant is not playing, load up on Golden State. They won 142-112 in game three. The total is 223.5. I don't know about the total. If there's no Morant, I would lean towards the under. But, again, there's just so much to be determined. I'm not touching that at all. Again, Golden State, if Morant doesn't play at minus 10.5. A sneak peek at tomorrow's games. The Heat are favored by 3.5 over the Sixers in Game 5 back in Miami. And the Suns are favored by 6 against the Mavericks. We will get into those games tomorrow. We'll take a deep dive. Love talking NBA playoffs, obviously. All right. Just a quick recap on the plays tonight. We're taking the Capitals, getting the value at plus 150. Um, Love them in this spot. Plus 150 at home against the Florida Panthers. And uh, I will, for S's and giggles, take the Caps at plus 1.5 at minus 157. And uh, that's my hockey play tonight. NBA playoffs. We are taking the Celtics plus the one at the Milwaukee Bucks. And to be determined, but if no John Morant, we are taking the Golden State Warriors minus the 10.5 hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. I hope you enjoyed the podcast on a gorgeous Monday. Enjoy yourself out there. We will talk tomorrow with plenty of react from the NBA playoffs. Nats, Caps, you name it. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Visa. See ya.